Hi, I'm Benjamin Light. And I'm Marco Sparks. And welcome to Bros Watch PLL2. We are joined by a special guest today, Leslie Farah. Hello, Leslie. Hello. Hi. How are you guys? Hi. Thanks for joining us. Thanks really appreciate it. It's nice to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to your podcast. And oh, it's I'm, just... I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no. I really, I enjoy it. My husband enjoys it. Oh, God. Particularly, awesome. Yes. <laughs> Well, you just had quite a big moment in the most recent episode there. Seems like a good time to talk. <laughs> oh, it, it does, doesn't it? That was quite the moment. Tell us a little bit about that. What was that like to film? Oh, that was that was so much fun to film. I mean, whenever do you get to do a music video, essentially? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, everybody was so well prepared. And it just, Janelle was like terrific, I thought. And uh, it was just, it was a load of fun. I got to insult Aria. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And just witness the joy of the makeup on Ian Harding's face. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know. And the splattering of blood. It was uh, quite the thing coming at (laughs) you. Was it fun to get to wear a different style of costume than the usual Veronica Hastings look there with the, the prison jumpsuit? Oh yeah, I felt like I was an orange and is new black for a moment. I got kind of confused. Um, yeah, it was. I never. I don't think I was ever in an orange jumpsuit before on this on the show. You guys would probably know that better. <laughs> no, I think you'd be the second mom on the show to be in an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> I know, because the first was wait, but the first was. Um, uh, Ashley, Mary. Laura, mm-hmm. yeah, a- Ashley, yeah. I mean, I would love to see Veronica like representing somebody in a prison trial. Oh, wouldn't that have been fun? I know. I never got to see like it was never one of those big like a few good men kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. moments in a in a trial kind of setting. That would have been fantastic. How many how many takes just out of curiosity were there on the uh, you're just a selfish little bitch the whole the whole sequence the you know I wouldn't piss on you and all that <laughs> well <laughs> that was interesting because I guess there was some hiccup where they didn't think um, freeform ABC <laughs> would go for piss. Mm. So they had me try it all sorts of way. I, I, I wouldn't pee on you if you were on fire. And I wouldn't, I, I have, um, what were some other options that we had? Um, of course, nothing was as strong and as great as piss on you. Mm-hmm. But um, we didn't think we'd be able to use that. But then all of a sudden I saw it the day of and I thought, okay, we got piss. That was, <laughs> that was <laughs> that's good. <laughs> it's a stronger statement. It's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes you fight the good fight and you don't get to use what you want to use. So Oliver, I think, was prepared in any event. <laughs> yeah. So we did it a whole bunch of different ways and different, you know, different words. And but that was the most fun. Well, I'm glad that piss was plan A. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Piss is potent. So that <laughs> sort of gets the point across in a really strong way, memorable way. Mm-hmm. I think they were shocked to see the word come out of my mouth, but I don't know if I've cussed. I don't know if, I mean, I, I count that as cussing, but I don't know if I've cussed on camera, off camera. <laughs> it was pretty much a, 
a truck driver, especially if I messed up a take. But yeah, I don't think I got, I'm trying to remember if I've got to use any other curse words. That would be fascinating if you were just like, you know what, Toby, just fuck off. (laughs) Get the fuck out of my magnificent house. Well, you know, I mean, really, truly, like all the things that I, you know, experienced with with Spencer and catching her in moments, I, I can't believe the words never came out of my mouth. Like, what the fuck are you doing? That's the Showtime version of PLL. Right, right, exactly. Maybe Veronica but, is still upset about the time Arya tried to put her on retainer for a dollar. I know. Gosh, you know, a dollar. I like she, she buys coffee all the time, and she's giving me a dollar. <laughs> I mean, Starbucks is at least what you know, or what the brew is is at least what three bucks a pop. You would think. You'd think I'd be worth at least five bucks. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> But I took the buck. I took the buck. Um, so, yeah, you never know when. Uh, I mean, all right, that's a fountain of, of cases to come. That's a <laughs> that's a return <laughs> client for sure. But Looks uh, like it. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to how did you get into acting in the first place? Oh, boy. I just always wanted to do it since I was a little girl, like literally three, four years old. I remember asking my parents about finding an agent. For me when I was six or seven. And mm. of course they didn't know how to, what they thought I was an alien, but yeah, I was always fascinated by it. And I really got the bug in high school, of course, like so many, and just at uh, Corona senior high school, <laughs> have to do a plug. Um, <laughs> and uh, was in the high school uh, theater department there and, you know, did mock trial so that prepared me for playing a lawyer <laughs> and just had so much fun with it. And then I went on to undergrad and I thought, well, I probably should do something stable. Um, so I, I was really thinking about journalism or advertising or really law, actually, hmm. pre-law. And I don't know, I ended up taking general courses that were mostly that fulfilled also theater <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like theater courses that fulfilled general education the first year and other classes, of course. And my teachers, my theater teachers always encouraged me to think about changing my major because I was a communications major at the time. Mm-hmm. I just really thought about it. And I asked my mom at the end of the year, I said, I don't know what I want to do. And she said, well, if, if we had all the money in the world, what would you want to do? Which we didn't. And she said, what would you want to do? I said, I want to act. And she said, well, then you should do that, whether we have that or not. So um, I changed my major the next day okay. and the rest is history. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. What was your first big role that you can remember? Like all the way back, say in like high school or whatnot, like what was the first role that you feel like you really <laughs> were the the star? Probably, probably Lenny in crimes of the heart, mm-hmm. which um, in my senior year of high school, I was able to, we were able to vie for you know, we had to present an idea for a show and we'd be co-directing with our, our acting teacher. And it was this big deal. And I presented Crimes of the Heart and the the cast I wanted and everything and the vision. I had to draw a set and, you know, just everything. And she bought my bullshit. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was able to play Lenny. And it was really, I, of course, I mean, the depth of high schoolers playing you know, doing that story, I don't know how 
if we pulled it off successfully, but it was a big success for the high school. I mean, a lot of people came and it did well. And that was my first big, big role. I was like looking at your IMDb and it's it's like a tour of like TV shows, like all kinds <laughs> of TV shows. It's it's like it's it's a great tour of just what what kind of shows are out there, like from sitcoms to to hour long dramas. Uh-huh. So I guess I'm curious, what did you think when you first got cast in PLL? And what was your impressions of that show, like coming into it for the first time? I thought you were going to say, wow, you've been at this a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you've been batting around a while. Um <laughs> So what was my first impression of PLL mm-hmm. when I landed that? I, I, you know, I didn't have any frame of reference really. Cause I, I didn't, I hadn't read any of the books and I didn't know much about the story. I just knew the script, uh, for the pilot. I had auditioned initially for Holly's character for the, yeah, for the mom of Aria and I didn't get it. The feedback ironically enough was that I was too sexy um, which I, I don't know if I scream sexy as Veronica, but maybe sometimes, <laughs> but then they brought me in for this and, and, uh, Oliver, I think really went to bat for me cause he was familiar with my theater work and, um, and I loved the script and I, I mean, I, I liked the pilot. I thought it was interesting. I don't know. I mean, Chad and I just had a discussion recently where I don't, we were th- talking about if we knew that it was going to take off to the extent that it took off. Um, I don't know. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the writing and I always really loved Veronica and I loved the Hastings dynamic because it was so dysfunctional. <laughs> so in comparison to the TV shows I've been on, I mean, I'd never been a mom before. So on, I mean, in commercials and stuff like that, but I don't, and on TV in guest star roles, but not any length of time and not very often. I played professionals a lot. So that was also new territory. You got to do both in this one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your first scene is uh, right after Ren has gotten booted out of the house because Spencer kissed him. It's it's you and Spencer and Melissa all together. It's a really fun scene. It's one of my favorite scenes. I love that scene. I love that scene. I know. I think I, 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 yeah, I, I, right from the start, there was just a really cool chemistry and, uh, just uh, and I, I love the dynamic between Melissa and Spencer. So it was just fun to enter into that world. Yeah, and it really felt like these these are people who are related to each other. They have all this dysfunction between them. Yeah, we met like five minutes before that, <laughs> ten minutes before yeah. that. And I remember so vividly we were sit- sitting in the trailer, and and uh, Tori said what you're our mom like but in a kind way not not like disgusted but she said seriously she said you're like you know you're not that old like seriously and then we went to the uh, set and uh saw oliver and she said the same thing again and oliver said well actually she looks really good for age but she's 63 um so (laughs) <laughs> and then five minutes after that, we were acting together and it felt like we had been together forever. It was really, it was, it was great. I just, I love like every scene at the Hastings. I mean, whether it's like high drama plot development or just the one, I think it's in season three where you guys are talking about Melissa's coat. Spencer, do you want Melissa's coat or not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's so, it's so real and normal for the family, but like all of that like dynamic is wrapped up into it. Yeah, I just I was always very pleased with the writing for our family because I not I mean the writing across the board was fun and um and 
really good, really great. But for our family in particular, I think this, the particular dysfunction of our family was relatable by most people. I and mean, most people could relate to it. It was, mm-hmm. everyone's had those moments. Who hasn't found a dead body in your yard that your well, husband exactly. buried there? Yeah. I know. Who hasn't done that? That happens, gosh, all the time. <laughs> well, and the, the drama is so rich with that family. What is it like working with those actors and, and those characters? Oh, it was an absolute joy. I mean, a bulk of my stuff was with Tryon, with Spencer. <laughs> and that was always just an absolute joy because... I think because we both come from the theater, but there was just a shorthand and we could, we just really went after stuff in the scenes and, and talked about and worked it out. And, and it was, um, just two actors really having fun working together. And, and then Nolan is just a riot. He is the comic relief. He was just so darn funny on set. And, Tori would come in and she wasn't there that, you know, it was, she was there sporadically or my stuff. I didn't have as much with her. So she would come in and it was just so funny because it was really sort of like the dynamic of Melissa and like being gone and then coming back. And, but we'd all have so much fun together as a family. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nolan with his impressions. And I remember he left a, Troy and had him leave a, a phone message or on our answering machine, left a message as Christopher Walken, because he's, he's brilliant at it. He's brilliant at doing Christopher Walken and Al Pacino and all these peeps. So he's, it just was a delight to work with them. I miss them. <laughs> what would you say is your favorite uh, impression of his would have been Christopher Walken? Oh, Christopher Walken, hands down. <laughs> it's like, it's scary. It's eerily, it's so similar. And apparently he does a lot of voiceover um, or, you know, uh, comes in and doubles for him on movies with his mm. voice and stuff. So he, he does brilliantly. Hmm. Interesting. It's weird to think that someday we'll only remember Christopher Walken through the impressions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, I know. So do you have a, uh, favorite episode or a favorite moment from PLL? Oh gosh. There's so many. I would think probably my, my favorite moments were I loved perfect storm in the first season. Okay. I just, I love that episode. And, and that was one of my early episodes and Oliver wrote it and just gave me this monologue that you don't get to do on TV very often. Mm -hmm. And it was really just meaty and juicy and, and explored just more the dynamic between me and Spencer or Veronica and Spencer and, and I would loved Last Dance in season six with the moms, <laughs> yes, the wine moms, <laughs> and, and the most recent probably Driving Miss, Miss Crazy. That was just shooting that music video was so much fun. I feel like Veronica always comes out of nowhere with like she has the interior light that you you never really think about, but then when you when you nail a line, it's it's all there. Like like Last Dance, the uh, that's where the dog dug her up. <laughs> There, there's so much of Veronica's like in, inner, inner thoughts just buried in that line. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you can see, yeah, how that was to discover her and my poor flowers that got destroyed. And <laughs> I think I probably care more about the flowers 
strangely enough, but um, <laughs> yeah, it all, I, and that's really a testament to the writers of the show because I just felt like no matter what, they were very true to when they wrote about the Hastings, they were very true to it every time. And, and uh, I never felt like anything was that I had to say was really false or mm. inconsistent. Like more plot than character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, of course, I, there was a lot of, you know, I, I think a lot of exposition came up sometimes in our scenes. <laughs> but I mean, like it was never like Veronica had to change from the character you thought. to. No, I felt like there was a, a good, yeah, a through line for, for my character. I never felt like there was anything that didn't, well, <laughs> I can only think of one instance, but that was when I found out much to my chagrin that I was a Republican. And I found that out when I was running for Senate. Were you? We, we thought you were a Democrat. Really? I thought I was a Democrat too. Hello. Hmm. And they said, oh, by the way, I said, well, that's interesting to know after <laughs> five seasons, because I always thought I was a Democrat. You just blew our minds. Because I want to say your speech has a moderate, some kind they said of a moderate. Republic. OK, because your they, speech is kind of like what government can do for you. Uh, it doesn't sound yeah. like a GOP type of conceit. But huh. hmm. no, I think I'm very moderate. You might have, <laughs> you might have dodged a bolt then because you would have spent four years talking about the Russians and the PP tapes and everything. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, even if Veronica was a Republican, I don't think she could have lasted in the party at that point. You know, I yeah. don't think so, right? I oh. think I would have definitely become an independent, at least, if not <laughs> venture to the other side. But yeah, I, I because I'm such a you know pretty vocal Democrat or <laughs> progressive liberal democrat so that was quite the uh reveal yeah this mm. is uh this is a bombshell especially the whole thing with your your opponent's <laughs> I, daughter had an abortion that would seem like more of an issue if the opponent was the republican huh. precisely yeah huh yeah but that's what i was told maybe they changed your mind between <laughs> a couple episodes but um, like, yeah veronica must have been really shocked when spencer went on to be a, a liberal lobbyist yeah yeah, that sort of I think explains some of those conversations because <laughs> okay. I think I think I got after her for that a couple times about her being a lobbyist, but or just referenced them mm-hmm. jokingly. So that makes sense. A lot of other stuff does. I, I, I it was hard to believe, or uh, because at least how I played her, right? yeah. I yeah. played it like I assumed we were, you know, Democrats. But I could yeah. see Peter Hastings being a Republican. That is true. That is true. We never found out really what he does, but he works for some kind of big law firm. So I could definitely see him being a Republican. Yeah, apparently I think we share a law firm. I think it's Hastings and Hastings or something. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I, I, according to, we're in the same law firm. Hmm. So Okay. Yeah, I always figured Peter had like a bunch of oligarchs as clients. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he probably would have been representing Trump about now, I think, maybe. <laughs> That's why he had the passport trouble occasionally, yeah. <laughs> He's like, get the hell off Twitter. <laughs> I know, exactly. What are you doing to me? 40 characters is impossible, stop. <laughs> um, so for much, much of the show, we've kind of operated under this idea 
like Melissa's definitely Veronica's daughter. Spencer's definitely like Peter's daughter. Like spiritually speaking. Yeah, spiritually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're kind of curious what your your thoughts on that as far as the Hastings dynamic. So that wait, wait, wait. Say that again. So I'm basically that that uh, Spencer is basically my. No, no. Melissa, Melissa's basically your daughter. Uh-huh. Like, like if you if you and Peter picked one, or Veronica and Peter picked one, <laughs> you picked Melissa and he picked Spencer, kind of. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I I think there was a turn. I think in the first few seasons, I think that perhaps that would have been the case. I think mm-hmm. that the final seasons, though, I think there m- might have been a turn slightly mm. to where I, I come to appreciate Spencer a bit more. But yeah, I think that de- definitely there was more of an affinity in the earlier <laughs> seasons or in our tennis outfits, you know, our matching <laughs> or our te- tennis outfits, uh, me and Melissa and, and definitely a protectiveness to her. And yeah, I could see that. And I think oddly enough, it, it switched a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah. And then Melissa is, seemed to be more of Peter's and then Spencer was more mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which... I get because, you know, as a mom, your eldest daughter's presumably getting married, then she's getting married again, and then there's a baby. Meanwhile, your youngest daughter's not making it easy for you by like making out with the oldest daughter's fiancés on occasion. Yeah. She's complicating things a bit. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah. When she puts her tongue in someone, you know, her her sister's soon to be husband's mouth it's kind of you know it kind of puts a damper on things uh, yeah so i think i there was a protectiveness for melissa and wanting her to be settled and be happy and seeing spencer is perhaps sabotaging that so and protective of it but then melissa had her own deals going on I and mean, mm-hmm. she was a little bit shady mm-hmm. so just a little bit just just <laughs> just a little bit burying people alive <laughs> yeah that's a big one that's a big one so i think that i think i finally reached a point of i don't know if either of these girls really come from my womb um (laughs) although you found out recently that one did not so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i think there were moments of uh, what happened did they switch the babies to birth or (laughs) um but yeah i've had my challenges with both i think parentally Definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you mentioned you did work on lots of different TV shows. How does Pretty Little Liars differ from that? Uh, Because I'm sure you have a lot of experiences with a lot of different sets and whatnot. Oh, it was such a kind set. I mean, I think, I mean, it's not often that you have the opportunity to to work on a series for that long, uh, seven years. And so getting to know everybody, it's like a family. And it was a particularly very kind set and which I love and I just have it. I've been very blessed. I mean, for the most part, I've worked on sets that are really kind, but occasionally you come across sets that aren't so kind (laughs) (laughs) or the, you know, lead actors that aren't so generous or um, friendly. And so it's just really nice that it was a very open and kind hearted set. And the, and the crew was fantastic to work with. Everybody was producers. I mean, Lisa and Marlene and all the producers, they set the tone. And that's usually what happens on a series is the producers set the tone for the entire group. And they're just not ones to tolerate that kind of stuff. 
So I, I think it just trickles down from there and everybody was really great to work with. And the crew was fantastic and the writers and the everybody and the directors we had on the show. So many were just fantastic to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, so you started in theater, like you said, and you're, you're still doing theater like actively. What is it like going between the two worlds of acting on a TV show and then going to the stage? Well, they're so different. Mm-hmm. They're, I, I feel like they're very different. You know, TV works very, very quickly and you, you, you show up to set, you maybe rehearse this, you, you speak the words and then you rehearse it maybe once or twice you go through it and you figure out the blocking and then it's locked in because they block it for camera and you're waiting and you start to do the scene. And sometimes you'll get to set and you'll go, why did I move here? And you can't, you can't change it really once it's been blocked for camera. And so what I love about the theater, it's not to say that I don't love TV, but it's just a very different medium in, in that you have rehearsal time and you rehearse for a very long time. And you're so in tune with the character and the lives and what you're trying to do with the script and the story you're trying to tell that uh, by the time you kind of lock down the blocking, there is no other blocking. And you've really taken your time to kind of draw out everything with the script and the characters and the conflict, just TV works much faster. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that you can't achieve some of that even in the rapid fire pace that we keep with TV, but it's just different. Yeah. I, I, I love working with an ensemble for an extended amount of time on a play. That's why I love being a part of Pretty Little Liars and being a part of the same ensemble for so many years. I, I just love that feeling of camaraderie in an ensemble and working on something, creating something and taking time and care and rehearsal. That's part of the fun for me. So, um, and you don't, you don't get much rehearsal, frankly, you just have to come pretty prepared to begin with. So you've done a lot of, I mean, in essence, you've done all that work kind of on your own. You've Mm -hmm. done your homework and you show up and you do it. But occasionally there, it, it feels stifling because you have blocking that you go, oh man, I'd like to change that now that I kind of understand the scene a little bit better mm-hmm. and you can't. Right. So that's, that's the tough part. So if there were a, uh, like a Pretty Little Liars stage play and you were playing Veronica there, how do you think <laughs> if, if at all your performance would differ if you were playing Veronica on the stage? <laughs> more, more language? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely more language. Um, it'd probably be a mammoth play. Um, yeah, I, I think actually, oddly enough, I don't think it would change very much. I, I obviously loud, you know, more to project to an audience. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be louder. Yeah, more cussing probably. Gosh, I definitely would leave Peter. <laughs> don't you think in the play version? Probably. I would just- or you're burying him. Yeah. Veronica's tried to. It seems like more than once, but it just I doesn't know. take. Yeah. I know. I'm just standing by my man. I would kill for, for Veronica to say wine is for closers. <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be great? I was I was thinking about what you were saying. The only I've only seen a few like of the uh, rehearsal pic- like behind the scenes pictures from PLL on social media. Mm-hmm. I think one was from the first episode Paula Hunziker directed. Where it's mm. you and, and Troyan and Tori DeVito. And I think you have your yeah. hair in curlers as you guys are blocking out the scene. And it's so interesting to see like an actor preparing in all these different ways. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I think I was the only one ever caught like on camera looking so many different ways. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't have a big hang up that way. I, I have my curlers on. Yeah, I know. I think Oliver took some pictures of me with my curlers. Norman certainly did. He loved when I had my curlers in my hair. <laughs> In what ways would you say Veronica is like you and, and, and then what ways are you different than her? I, well, I think there's a lot, there's a lot of parallels, but I think, I think the biggest difference <laughs> is that I would have left Peter so long ago. Hmm. I probably, the first transgression, I think I would have, I mean, I, unfortunately probably Spencer would have never been born. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> or maybe she would have been actually, because, you know, uh, that may have happened anyway, but I think, yeah, I wouldn't have put up, I wouldn't put up with nearly as much stuff from, from a partner. So that's the big, that's the biggest difference. But I think I've always been drawn to her strength and her love of family, because I think there's a tremendous love of family and loyalty and care and, um, very loving and, but sassy and strong and intelligent. And there's a lot of uh, things I love about her and that are, I think in my wheelhouse, but that was probably the biggest difference. And also just the, I think covering up, but I mean, she did that really for, I did that for safety with my family and protecting my family. So I, I get that too, but sometimes the length of their what they will do to cover things up. <laughs> I I don't know if I would be able to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's amazing how Peter always seems to have a, a new transgression just waiting like, Oh, by the way, <laughs> this happened too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how many things is he, can, can he get away with before I finally say enough is enough. I just imagine like confronting your husband because you suspect something's going on and he finally fesses up, but like in Christopher Walken voice. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He turns, yeah. Or Al Pacino. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I just like to imagine the conversation where he's like, yes, technically I cheated on you again, but it was with the twin of the first lady and I thought it was the first lady. So it kind of doesn't count. Yeah. I know. I really wish that there would have been, I wish that there was that kind of D day. I wish there was that kind of great confrontation scene between the two of us. <laughs> that would have been fun. Um, you just know to go back because Peter at some point will say that he's the victim <laughs> in one of these. Oh, of course. Yeah. I know. It's just, he feels like somehow he got the raw end of things, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just well he has to be around three women all the time so i guess that that's it's too much for him <laughs> three strong women mm -hmm. yep yeah poor peter <laughs> poor peter i know right but yeah veronica's amazing because she's basically perry mason with a family i think exactly right um so speaking of of those kind of scenes if you could share an actor or Sarah share a scene with any actor alive or dead who would it be oh I think it would be, oh, <laughs> I think it would be Jimmy Stewart. I love Jimmy Stewart. That would have been great. Um, Audrey Hepburn. And that would have been a thrill. And, but living Meryl Streep, of course. Oh, yeah. I would love to work with her. And, uh, and Glenn Headley, who just passed, sadly passed away. Oh, yeah. She was, she was a lovely actress, too. Is that your uh, dog coughing there? 
It is my. <laughs> it is. Oh, I, I just realized he's in the room. I've been so centered on the conversation, and I'm so used to his little noises that I didn't even notice, and he's right beside me. Yes, my 16-year-old your Yorkshire Terrier who's Aww. hacking up a lung, apparently. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, are you okay? <laughs> oh, yes, he's okay. Okay. He's just old. But he doesn't know that, though. I can't really say that out loud. No, of course not. He thinks he's five years old. <laughs> he acts like it. But yeah, in the summer, sometimes he has some hay fever issues. Mm. So like, you were mentioning the 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 drawn out like the fight where they finally come come to blows of or verbal blows of veronica and peter but if you could have the writers give one scene to veronica of your choosing would that be it or would there be would there be any other moments that you feel like veronica deserves or would want to be a part of well, i desperately wanted to be like in a musical episode and sort of across a piano like fabulous baker boy style with mm -hmm. a sidecar in my hand and sing um stand by your man or <laughs> Something, you know what I mean? Or sing something sultry and sexy. Um, that would have been fun. Um, and I was really, really, truly vying for that with Oliver. I'm like, write a musical episode because I sing. So, and I, I never had an opportunity to sing on the show. Uh, so that would have been fun. And, but for real, just the scene, I would have loved to have had a scene with uh, Detective Tanner. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> with Roma because yes. we're such good friends not just because we're we're really good friends but because I just she's a phenomenal actress so it would have been great to have a media scene with her and and also more with Andrea hmm. that would have been yeah we haven't really had the the confrontation scene between Veronica and, and Jessica or Miriam yeah yeah no not yet <laughs> oh not yet oh nice oh. <laughs> Perhaps. Because you know it's, I mean, obviously we know in the past couple of years of plot developments, but like even back, I want to say season four, there's a great moment when Jessica comes over asking for a donation for some charity. Oh, oh like, yeah. And you leave the room and then and, and Jessica's just like, when your mom comes back, she's going to say this. <laughs> and you come back in and you're like, well, Jessica, blah, blah, blah. Exact same thing you just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And I wish I wish there were a lot more of those moments. I mean, I, I, I think Andrea's Jessica was so phenomenal. It would have been great to have more stuff with her. Mm -hmm. um, and then as Mary, she's just so scary. <laughs> <laughs> so deliciously scary. Mm -hmm. So it would have been great to have more, but you never know. There might be more. I can't really say. Mm, okay. They'll hunt me, they'll hunt me down. <laughs> I'm sure they would. They so would. Yeah. So, so I'm sure you get asked uh, various questions about the PLL moms in the basement. Do you have any personal theories on how the moms got out of there? Oh, yeah. I think Mr. De Laurentiis came down to grab a bottle of scotch and found us all passed out on the floor. Said, hey, you want to join me upstairs for a cocktail? <laughs> no. Uh, I think he just told us to get the hell out of What are you doing? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> that, that was my theory. But I don't know. We'll never know. Right? There's so many theories out there. But what was, what was your theory? You know, I don't know if we've ever really talked about it. I you haven't. I, I feel like given a prompt, I could spin it in any way. I think we we concluded at one point that they ate Pam for sustenance after they 
Like, oh, we're yeah, down there for right. too long. Yeah. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I I like the one that you're mentioning though. I just I see it as him coming down. Maybe he's like like singing like girl from Ipanema to himself, like shaking yeah. his hips. And he just senses something and he just turns around and you're just all there like hair akimbo, like makeup a little smudge. Like you've been there for a day and you're pissed. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's like it's the cast from like mad max is there really big basement so um either that or he went to some other section to get some and we snuck out of the house once and then locked him in there yeah and then locked him yeah locked him in there but then we realized you know at the end of shooting (laughs) near the end of shooting laura pointed out that you know there's there's windows up there above the basement. So we could have just knocked one of those out and gotten out. <laughs> like the room that we were shooting, it, if anyone looks too carefully, there were ways to get out. Instead, they ate Pam. Yeah, yeah instead we ate Pam. I just I just like that the four of you were like she's considering this though. <laughs> she's palatable. You know, yeah. she's just, she's petite. She's... A lot of muscle. Yeah. Yeah, a lot yeah. of muscle. Yeah. So the um, the ships are a big part of the show. As yeah. as Veronica, who would you have wanted Spencer and Melissa to end up with as as their mother? Oh, as her mother, I think. Well, I love Toby. <laughs> I love Toby. I I mean i i would I would like them to probably end up together. Would have liked that. Would would like that. I'm just leaving it open. <laughs> and. Um, for Melissa, I don't know. I mean, probably no one that she's presented. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of someone that would really be good for her, but you know, Ian was pretty sleazy. I I would say Jason, but she's related to him. She's half, <laughs> her, half you know, so that's not good. Um, I'm trying to think and detect. No, I, there's really I don't know if there's someone that would be right for. She needs to meet some. I don't know, like Eric Trump or something. Or, <laughs> you oh. know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's not, just horrible. That, I know, that is actually horrible. <laughs> I wouldn't that's, wish that on anybody. Yeah, that's hard um, on the eyes. At least Don Jr. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'd have to think about that for Melissa. But definitely Toby. Toby's a sweetheart. I was like, because Spencer has this great rebellious nature of where she tends to fall rather briefly for the help. Whether it be <laughs> at the club, in your own law office, uh-huh. <laughs> the sober coach. Oh, there's a question. Yes. Whatever happened to your assistant who's in like a single episode and then I we know, never saw him again? I don't know, but I liked him. Well, not for my daughter in that way, but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe he got another gig and couldn't come back. <laughs> that That sometimes happens. It seems like Veronica has to fire the help a lot for like hitting on her daughter or falling asleep on her daughter's butt, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know. The remember the 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 coach? <laughs> yeah. Dean's sober he, coach, yeah. Dean's sober coach, and he was just all over her on his sofa. I mean, that was fun. That was fun to tell him off. But uh yeah, I I don't know what her she just dabbles. She dabbles and then she's trying to find herself. She's just trying to find her way. And some I guess a apparently it's with the help (laughs) something appealing about that i have no idea well this is like a this is a super nerdy question for getting deep inside your character's head what did veronica think of you're uh, nerds you're not nerds well maybe maybe a little bit um (laughs) what did veronica what do you think veronica would think of johnny or egg as we call him the guy who was briefly a boarder in the uh the barn 
until she I kicked love, them out. <laughs> you know, I actually really liked Johnny. Okay. And that was another one that I kicked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I thought he was just really, I don't know, he was just so much fun. I mean, maybe I'm confusing with the actor because the actor was just, he was just wonderful too. Yeah, I don't know why I, I why did I, you probably know, why did I kick him out? I think I'm he was just, he was bringing some bad press to the Hastings name. Like he oh, yeah, crime right. took Veronica or not took uh, Spencer to go Under vandalize or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. But he, I, I, I actually liked him. He was quirky and smart, very, very smart. So I think he, you know, it needs to be somewhat of an intellectual to to be to hold her interest for any length of time. I think truly because she's so smart, mm-hmm. Spencer yeah. and Troyan. Troyan is brilliant, but and Spencer is extremely bright. So you know, it needs to be even Toby is. I don't know. It brings out something different in her. Mm-hmm. I'm talking as if, you know, <laughs> as she'll if always people. be. She, yeah. I know. Because <laughs> it is very real to me after so many years. I watch it just like everybody else. I mean, I watch it like a fan. I just watch mm-hmm. Because I don't, you know, I get the scripts in between the episodes I I, I was in, but I'm not shooting them. So I, I love to watch them. So I watch the season just like everybody else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and you'd have to just because so much could happen with your family and those in episodes you're known. Yeah. Yeah. Like the ones where we were on the cruise for like forever. Yeah. Um, we were just going to ask you about that. You you were <laughs> not on the show for a little while because you're on a, a months long victory cruise. Uh, what do you think happened on that cruise? What were some of the highlights? Oh, I got an amazing tan. Um, amazing golden brown tan. Let's see. I think... Peter probably had at least three affairs on the boat. <laughs> True. Maybe impregnated of two of them. <laughs> and, and let's see. I I went to Amsterdam and had experiences that broadened my mind. Uh, that was one of them, I think. One of the things that happened. And um, my husband's telling the dog to be quiet in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those were the those were the highlights. Oh, and you know, I saw Spam a lot on the ship, and that was that was wonderful. Okay, I say I picture Peter getting sick at one point, but like not just like stabilizers are out, too much to drink, sick, like the kind where he's leaning over the deck and you're like holding the back of his pants as he throws up to the ocean. That's some oh, bad that's oysters. Just, that's, that's just a weekly occurrence yeah. in the Hastings house. <laughs> I remember Joe. Um, our, our producer, he, we, we would joke all the time about really wanting an episode, a Thanksgiving episode at the Hastings, like mm-hmm. a holiday or Christmas or some holiday gathering at the Hastings because it would have been so deliciously dysfunctional. I would have loved like a bottle episode at the Hastings. Yeah, that would have been great. Oh, gosh. Where just the whole family gets a little <laughs> loopy on wine and, and various cocktails and then you find a finger in the stuffing and then all hell breaks loose <laughs> another okay. child is revealed of peter hastings <laughs> oh yeah talk I mean, about they show up to dinner it's like, it's like one like, of the I, caterers yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh and it's a it's like a farce for like the first act of that where peter's like always like trying to hide his face from this waitress so she <laughs> won't recognize him from that one night <laughs> exactly and then yeah and then she brings out pictures of the, her child yeah, because yeah. he's 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 off being in Big Little Lies half the time. Yes, exactly. Oh, that would have been so much fun. Um. So 
after the bombshell of Veronica's party affiliation, we were going to ask, like, what would have been some of her policies if she had uh, continued on to, to be a state senator? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and now. Yeah. Yes, I know. Now that I've, your mind has been blown. Yeah. Um, well, I think I would have been moderate. I do. I So I do feel like there would have been, I still would have been working for alternatives to coal, <laughs> clean energy. <laughs> I think I would have been on that side of things maybe um, that would have been your big moderate plank was uh, you acknowledge that climate change was real <laughs> exactly that's enough that's what we need we that's what we need more of that would have probably been my yeah that would have probably been one of the things i would have been involved with i'm trying to think of other pennsylvania issues <laughs> that would have been, yeah i i i think i would have probably i probably would have demanded an independent commission <laughs> um with everything that's been going down mm-hmm. yeah i don't I, I don't know if i would have been really like the conservative gop person so just uh like an occasional oh what the hell let's privatize the entire aeronautical industry <laughs> <laughs> fuck <Yeah>. safety <laughs> yeah forget about safety who needs you know sa- safety c- controllers who you know actually know what they're doing who cares <laughs> That's insane. Isn't that just insane? Yeah. I mean, there's so much insanity at this point that I, it's hard to even keep track. It's, it's, it's nuts. I, I still can't believe that. Uh, I think it was an Us Week Weekly special with Ivanka saying, like, I disagree with my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I thought that was a joke for, like, half the day that that happened. And then, like, mm-hmm. I saw it somewhere, like, oh, no, that's a real thing. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't even know what's real and what's fake anymore. Well, but because I can't avoid, resist a delicious punchline, I had to then immediately tweet a picture of Spencer with a. <laughs> sometimes I disagree with my dad. <laughs> you did not, did you really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! I wish I thought of that. Yeah, it's just so bizarre. I, I, yeah. I mean, don't get me started on politics because I'll just I'll really go off. But. um I don't know if Spencer really would disagree with her dad on perhaps burying a body of uh, someone who's threatening them in the yard. I mean, she's kind of done the same thing. True. I know. I know. I guess, well, she's also having to grapple with Mary and, her, you know, the development. <laughs> she didn't have something very directly to do with Jessica. So. I mean, she's torn. On one hand, she's got Peter. She has a very normal Perry Mason mom and then there's also this vampire who, who might have actually given birth to her yes yes there's that she's a complicated existence I don't know how she gets up in the morning she, she's like who am I where am I going what am I doing who is my mother she's a who, Dickensian family father? I know it's just <laughs> It's terrifying. But then there's just those great moments where like uh, in the the return episode of this little half season when she's found that letter from Mary and you get to come in and just cover her of the blanket, you know, yeah. make sure she's she's taken care of in that moment. Yeah, I, I really like the choice that I'm not I'm protective of I am protective of that part of her hit of her history and her. I give her the letter back, you know, once we've violated her privacy completely in the last episode. <laughs> But that I'm, I understand what she's grappling with, and and that I love her. I don't want to to deny her that letter. I don't want to deny her uh, connection to Mary in some way because mm-hmm. it is her mother. But yet, I all I can do is keep being her mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So one question we always like to ask is uh, when you were in high school, what liar would you have been or who would you have identified with the most of the main four there? Spencer. Spencer. <laughs> nice. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been me. Yeah. I, I think people have been re- remarking how just even in the dynamic with the wine mom or with the moms and that it almost takes on the feel of it echoes the the daughters in a weird way. Mm-hmm. So I do think that there's reasons why we were cast with the girls we were you know, as their mothers. And I think there's similarities. And yeah, that definitely in high school. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it would have been it would have been Spencer. <laughs> so yeah, one more crazy deep dive on on the nerdiness of that world. Um sure. we are fascinated by the Hastings home. I mean, we're obviously so much of the show <laughs> takes place. There's that great room where half yes. the show exists. There's a study. <laughs> there's something upstairs, Spencer's old room. There's a robot deaf shower. Of course there's a barn out back. Like in your mind. It's massive, isn't it? I what, mean you think about yeah. that is like some McMansion. It's like it's huge. And like in your mind, what what other parts of the house will we just never see that exist? <laughs> <laughs> um peter's billiard room um <laughs> uh his, his office billiard slash billiard room um the library uh i'd like to think we have a little library nook like mm-hmm. a window seat nook I, that's what i picture it in like this library um because it looks like we read a lot <laughs> i just think maybe we do with all the law books and everything mm-hmm what else? Some fabulous bathrooms. I don't know if we've ever seen. Well, we know what you did. You, we saw the, sh- the shower room, right? The yeah. bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that was a bathroom or just like some sort of weird <laughs> sauna steam room that might have been on like the third floor, maybe, or something like, like that. A smart yeah. room shower. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Some really, yes, some very tastefully beige bathrooms. And I love that great room, though. I have to say, if there was any room, I love to to work in. It was that room. That was for me. That was synonymous with our home. Mm-hmm. And I loved the kitchen and the design of the kitchen. And I found it really wonderful that the styles really never changed. Seven years ago, you'd think they were kind of ahead of their time in styling that mm-hmm. room because it kind of stayed relevant for my renovation self because mm-hmm. I renovate a lot. So it, that was really. A cool room. And what else? My dry sauna room. <laughs> <laughs> Where I am wine with a glass of wine at the end of the day. I feel like there's probably like a conservatory in there too. Well, yeah, Veronica definitely needs some space of her own. I mean, oh, I'm yeah. all I'm all aboard with Peter having a billiards room or like somehow only the eyes wide shut soundtrack plays. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> we never saw our bedroom, did we? No, no I don't think no. we have. Like I picture like the mirror above the bed and you know, some lavender chintz or something you know very romantic room this iconically romantic room just the angry going to bed scene of the two of you in bed reading like the the turning off the lamps i know wouldn't that have been fantastic that would have been fantastic i think there must be a guest bedroom that peter hastings is uh shunned to occasionally when he's been bad (laughs) oh yeah or we're permanently (laughs) in separate bedrooms at this point probably I would, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, uh, the great room, that's a great set for, to design early in the show because in any room that has like five entrances, <laughs> that so much it's plot really can happen. Useful, isn't it? Yeah. So much blocking, so much plot. I mean, designing that is, 
the life it's taken on in the show is amazing and the, the possibility it had. And that's what took probably the, the first 10 minutes of any, like when we worked on a scene in there, it's just what entrance are we coming in? <laughs> 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 There's so many. So the question, we, one of the questions we always like to, to start to wrap up with is if you could do a PLL spinoff or could see one happen as a fan, what would it be? Oh, of any, of any storyline, any, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh Lord, I'm trying to think of one that I would be in. I mean, I would love to see the after, you know, pro- I, the wine moms, really. I mean, yes. I have to say, so I have a lot of airtime. I mean, that would be, that would be fun to be reunited with the ladies. There's, there was a lot of, I think, you know, as you do, there's a lot of possibilities left on the table of PLL, like not giving the four of you at least like a web series during like that was but like that like after season six a to six b that was like one of the longest hiatuses like yes. what, how great would it have been if there was just like a little wine moms web series even your book clubs would have been awesome <laughs> i know right I, I i think frankly we should have just had a web series of us in the basement those yeah. five years yeah those five years what we did <laughs> in the basement or maybe you jump another five years forward and through various uh, mysterious circumstances, all the husbands have died in one way or another. <laughs> and then it's just uh, because just they, the wine moms on the prowl. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think really Peter is the only one that's still around, right? Or no, there's no. Byron shows up occasionally. But, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, oh, no, yeah. Tom Marin, it's not even human anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that would be, yeah, that'd be quite the thing, like five years ahead. That would be fun. Yeah. Well, there. See, you just have to write these suggestions to uh, to the free powers form. that be. Yeah, it's a free form. Start that letter writing campaign. It's another question we like to ask, just to get an idea of uh, you know what people are into. Uh, what other TV shows are you watching right now? Like, what are your some favorite some of your favorite shows that are on? Oh my! Well, I've been so tied up with news these days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's I'm a news junkie, but gosh, some of the series I've loved. I really. I love The Night Of on HBO. I watched that from beginning to end and it was blew me away. And Feud, I really loved. Oh, okay. I really enjoyed that. Veep, I love. Um, I've been trying to get into Fargo, which is really wonderful too. Girls, I love Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. (laughs) (laughs) And I really enjoyed Insecure too on HBO. that's some of the stuff, but I do. I watch a lot of news. I watch a lot of HGTV too. I'm kind of a junkie on there too. <laughs> but news these days have that's a TV it's, it's show like, in it's, itself. It, it is it, right. It is the best TV show there is right now. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like Veep, but if it was real and worse, yeah, <laughs> it's so much worse. Yes. I was just thinking to myself when we were talking about the spinoff question. I guess my my dream for Veronica would be like the the Richard Belzer thing, where like Detective <laughs> Munch went on to be on like ten different shows. I would love for Veronica Hastings just to be someone's lawyer on like every time a character needs a lawyer on a show. I know. Wouldn't that be great? I think she'd she'd constantly like get a phone call halfway through the episode and be like, God damn it. I have to go. My daughter, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Wouldn't that be? I know. I wish they did bring back characters from other TV series into like 
all of a sudden said, well, I love Detective Tanner, but if we had Columbo or something, like if people like literally, well, Peter Falk is gone, but, but you know what I mean? Like mm, yeah. <laughs> great iconic characters that come back in other TV shows. Well, I mean, we've, I think almost from day one, we've always joked amongst ourselves that there should be the, the Hastings and Hastings and Hastings and Hastings spinoff where it's just you and Peter and Melissa and Spencer at a law firm and you take clients, but you're also like all investigating each other. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wonder who would be investigating me. I'd be investigating Peter. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. I, Melissa, I can't imagine Melissa as a lawyer for some reason. But. <laughs> she seems like a like an ambassador's wife type of thing, is what I see for her. Like in right? law, a spy. Yeah, yeah, and a, yeah, she would be a fantastic spy. But she definitely seems like almost like I don't know, like a Kardashian or a Hilton. You know, just needs to marry someone rich and or start a an app like design an app <laughs> i could see the melissa like have... lifestyle blog <laughs> couldn't you like melissa's goop <laughs> had to fake a pregnancy yeah. oh goop i've seen that everywhere what is up with that <laughs> yeah i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> have you seen have you seen that i know it's gwyneth paltrow's thing that's all i know about it i've never gone to the website i've never gone past the name yeah i know it's an unfortunate name <laughs> So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so last but not least, what is next for you? What is next for me? Um, well, I can I do have something, but I can't talk about it yet. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> unfortunately, um, this is premature by a few days because I, I will be able to talk about it next week at some point. Okay, cool. Um, so you can maybe update. And my film, The Lovers, is out right now. I have a film out with Deborah Winger and Tracy Letts, directed by Azazel Jacobs, that I really am so proud of and is still playing. Just back to it. It's a perpetually humbling existence as an actor. We just go back to <laughs> auditioning, auditioning. So, um, and hopefully I'll do a play soon. I'm trying to work out one with my husband. So, oh, cool. do something with him. And that's the scoop here. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. This is a lot of fun. Oh, I loved it. Thank you so much, you guys. You guys are so great. I love listening to you. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Glad to hear it. Uh, And yeah, people can find you on Twitter. Uh, What's your handle? (laughs) That's a good question. Uh, I believe it's Leslie Farah. It is, I think. Yeah, Leslie Farah. At Leslie Farah. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah, people can find you there. And uh, I assume we're still going to see you at least one more time on PLL. Yes, one more time. Awesome. The last hurrah. Okay. I look forward to hearing your your thoughts about it all. (laughs) We can't wait. And uh, yeah, again, it's been a real pleasure. (laughs) Pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.